T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We've got a camera, John Ritchie. From Plus Casino, 94 WIP, 11.30 today, Life Advice with the Hammer. Dave Dombrowski, Phil's president of baseball operations at noon. Howard Askin at 12.45. And, of course, the game uh, two days away. Well, two days and uh, half a day, night game, Saturday night. John, that crowd, man, they're going to be lathered up. I mean, you think about it, a Saturday night playoff game in Philadelphia. Right. I mean, people are really, they're going to, I mean, all jokes aside, they're going to have a lot of hours to drink. And a lot of hours. I mean, seriously. Uh, that's true. I mean, like, really? And Plus, it's, it's an Eagles-Giants game. Giant, that's what and, I was about to and say, And, James, Joe. you know there's going to be, as much as everyone here is hyped, you know there's going to be a, an unusual amount of fans from the opposing team that find a way to yeah. get into the building. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's 3,000 or 5,000 or 7,000 or 10,000, but there's going to be Giants fans there. So that's going to create what, what, you know, could turn into a nasty atmosphere. God forbid, especially if the Eagles are, you know, struggling in the second quarter. So I'm just saying, like, buckle up, man. I have a, I have a terrible experience with Saturday, Saturday games, set because I I can't get the tuck rule game uh, out of my mind. Yeah. That was a Saturday. I just remember how strange it felt to me. Yeah, it felt extremely uh, surreal and just off. It it was clearly extremely cold uh, just a strange circumstance and, and it it almost feels i don't know like the almost it's fairy tale to be postseason football anyway but the saturday thing makes it even a little wonkier well and you guys got host i mean there, there's no yeah. doubt about it all right let's go i mean it was the right call in uh, that in that it was on the rule book it was a horrible rule 
crazy. Look, we have one thing we haven't mentioned much, but the Saturday thing does mean the Giants are on a short week, too. That's you know, a huge really deal. James, that We're on an extra long week. I know. They're on a short week. What a difference that makes. And another road game from them. I mean, I don't know where they were final game of the regular season. They've, they were they've here. accomplished they were here. Where, they were here, James? Remember, yeah, they were yeah, here. The last exactly. get here. I can look up their schedule. So that's there. at least three in a row on the at road. At least three in a row on the road. Let me look real quick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they were home before that. But so it goes Indy, Philly to end the season. But prior to that, they had two on the road. So three of their last four were on the road, meaning, you know, five of the last six games they wow. will play will be on the road. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I always thought that was part of why the Eagles lost to Arizona in 08. It was, you know, three in a row in the playoffs on the road. I mean, that stuff is tough. The Giants have completed their journey, and they've had a great season. They've exceeded every expectation, but they're done. They're, and they're, they're so beat up now, and we're just starting. Look, I like, what, a you're, huge difference. I like what you're saying, unless you're wrong. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Gary in Northeast Philly. Hi, Gary. Hey, boys. Hi, hey, Gary. Joe, listen. Joe, listen up. You want me to call you in the morning, man? I get up at 3 o'clock. Yeah. I do. Set it up. I'll get you up, man. But I mean, can I trust that you're you'll be doing it every day? That's why I get up for work. Because here's the thing about the assignment, Gary. You can't be 99% in. I mean, if you're (laughs) going to be the guy that wakes me up, you got to be 100% in. All right. I mean, I'm not trying to spit on your generosity here. I'm just saying, like, I got to be able to trust you. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll let Seltzer know. Listen, boys, you're getting me worried. Why are we talking about Niners? This is Giants week. Richie, help me out. We're one game at a time, man. Yeah, uh, I get it. I I understand, and the players are absolutely looking at the Giants. Uh, that's the whole of their focus. But we as fans, I, I guess we're we're – Looking ahead. I mean, Gary, I, yeah. Karma, I expect you know, to win this. Karma, we're, we can't be talking Niners this week. Let's do that on Monday after we win. Well, we probably will, right, obviously, if the Niners win and the Eagles win. But it's just it's just trying to assess, Gary, when the Eagles playoffs are about to begin, whether it's right that they're an underdog. And I just think it's fundamentally wrong. Look, I get your point. Eagles got to take care of the Giants. And, obviously, we talk a lot of Eagles-Giants also. Gary, give me a big answer, man. Who or what blasted people? Uh, my, my, my hit was perfect on uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I appreciate the call. John, I uh, – and, and he got other players, that, that perfect guy. John, I – it was after the injury to DeMar Hamlin, I guess that's about two weeks ago, that I saw – and, of course, totally different type of injuries. I saw various articles that were like, maybe the world's got to go back and reassess the Antonio Brown – collapse of personality and that it, it really might Dude, have I've just... thought about this forever joe forever no one talks about it james no. like i didn't talk about it for I, like i'd be like wow antonio brown's an idiot look at him doing something Dude, crazy again I, joe i think about it every time something happens with him because he wasn't like this before he was like a hard-working six-round pick worked his way up and all that and then yeah. all of a sudden he like you know he's he's, he's uh, uncontrollable all right. of a sudden Right, and including his days with the Raiders. I remember he was in a squabble with them over like what type of shoes he was going to wear or something. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's um, been a, a, obviously a ton of things, put his and there on. was nothing the first few years of his career, nothing at all. And then, you know, ever since that hit, it's been like escalating. Yeah. Right. That's really that's really a shame. As uh, a sixth round rookie who has to earn your spot, I mean, he certainly earned his spot. He was the best wide receiver in the NFL. It was a, it w- that that part was very different. Like the way his teammates perceived yeah. him. 
But I, yeah, I worry about because I really health, didn't think about it. Mental yeah. health a lot. By the way, it also probably ultimately, if I had a guess, will keep him out of the Hall of Fame. I mean, I think he was headed toward the Hall, but the back end of his career was such a disaster. I assume those, I don't know, five years of excellence, whatever they were, it's not going to be enough. I mean, but obviously, I mean, he, if he had continued, he he was cruising to the Hall of Fame. Let's go to Vince in North Jersey. What's going on, Vince? Gentlemen, long time no talk. Good, Hi, Vince. Good hearing from you, Vince. Interesting, too, that you guys just mentioned the Tuck game because that's my first point. Last night is like 1130. I'm flipping on the NFL network or NFL TV, and there's the Tuck game. And there, It's always on. In that great atmosphere, and, and you know, I, I'm looking at the players on the field, Rich Gannon, Jerry Rice, and, and you know, Tim Brown, Charlie Garner, the whole crew, and there's John. And John, yeah. just looking, that game, unfortunately, that game already looks old school um, because of technology and uniforms and whatnot, but John's looking old school among the old school. Wow. In what <laughs> way, okay, in what, in what way? What did you see about Richie last night? So John just like he looks like a tank that's looking for something to hit. It's, it's just like a mission on each play. And when I yeah. see him do that, I hear I hear his quote in my head too. I will crush your face. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I will crush your John face. Doing it, man. Yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, John, I couldn't find you in a box score though, so that was a little disappointing. But oh, yeah, really? It was, <laughs> it was a great game. Really yeah. good. Um, so that was interesting and. I just want to ask, you know, if anybody noticed last week, Dalen Rager muffing a punt yep. uh, against the Giants. And, yep. you know, yep. Britton Covey makes you Britton Covey, but he's no Jalen Rager. No, no. Jalen Rager had two snaps in that game, and they were both special team snaps. Can't get on the field as a wide receiver. It's uh, He's a disaster. Yeah, I mean, Vince, I, I feel really confident he won't be a pro football player in two years. What I wonder about is, will he be a pro football player next year? Like, the end is near. The question is how near. And, uh, I mean, he, he just stinks. He's just yeah, a he's, horrible, he's horrible set player. To, set to earn $2.something million next year. Do you really want to pay that for two special right. team snaps, one of which is a muffed punt? Yeah, I mean, especially when you consider all the shine is off the first-round pick. He's going to be bouncing around team to team. Not to mention you're going to have an influx by next year of you know, hundreds, hundreds of new players that come from college football. So, you know, it, it ain't going to last too much longer. Vince, give me a great answer, man. Who or what blast people? Uh, one, one quick question, though, before, uh, before we move to that. It's about your next show. Yeah. So I wonder if you guys, like, so for me, morning shows have been great, but I'm in North Jersey and New York, so even as a Philly fan, I'm listening to Boomer and Carton and Mike and the Mad Dog, and you guys actually – made me a daily WIP listener again. I I wow. just I listened to the morning show. You know, I used to call a lot. Life happens. I haven't called. So now my question for you guys is, what what do you do for the for the folks like who maybe didn't tune in to the existing morning show because of style or content or or what have you? How do you bridge the gap between those audiences that I, you know, how do you yeah. What's the elevator speech? So here's the deal. Let me answer that because I've thought about that, but not much. And the reason I say not much is my philosophy is really simple. Just be ourselves. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't take it much beyond that. Just be ourselves. Do what we do. Well, we can't really do anything can't do but anything, be ourselves. Yeah, can't do anything but be your, Like, you can't be effective doing anything but being yourself. Yeah. You hope enough people take to you. 
um, and, and, and just try to present a, a fun show. I mean, I, I really honestly, like, I've thought about it, Vince, but I think very little about it because I'm, I'm convinced the best way to go about it is just to do what we do. And, look, we will incorporate – here's the beauty of it, though. In the midst of that, we will be able to incorporate other parts, other people that we have not had the luxury of having in this show at this time slot. Like, getting Joe Conklin – for us, that's huge because here's the deal. I can't do what Joe Conklin does. John can't do it. James can't do it. There's only one guy that can do what Conklin does the way he does it, and it's Joe Conklin, and he's now going to be part of our overall presentation. So it's basically be us, but then enhance that presentation with others that can do what they do. It's that simple. Vince, give me a great answer, man. Who or what blast people? What blast people? I can't win because I can't go on Monday. So my answer goes back to my late 80s days at Syracuse and going in that carrier dome to watch guys like Daryl Johnson blow people up. Oh, yeah, man. The, I got to write down Daryl Johnson. I'm going to write it down. Daryl, look, he was a good fullback. I am a huge fan of Daryl Johnson. Yeah, I, I get it. I get he was it. always really kind to me. I Look, I, people say he's a good dude. By the way, from Syracuse, that's not the right answer. The best answer from Syracuse backfield would be Jim Brown. Just, yeah. I'm just saying. I think that's a better answer, <laughs> no doubt. I mean, I know Daryl Johnson's job was more to run into people. Jim Brown, of course, would try to avoid people, but when he needed to run into somebody, you know, come on, man, Jim Brown, Daryl Johnson. But I, I get it. Daryl Johnson was a great fullback. Fred in Springfield. Hi, Fred. Hey, how you doing? Great, Fred. Hey, um. Hey, thanks so much for taking my call. And, um, yeah, I'm with John. Um, you know, it's it's all recency. I, I believe this team, the players, coaches, they knew, they've known they're going to be playing big games for a long time. And I think their sights are set, you know, for this weekend going forward. Um, you know, I'm looking – John, look at the early season of the, uh, of the uh, Niners. I'm looking at the last 10 games and, you know – like the highest pass total there is 284. Um, look at the teams they beat. Um, the only teams they played was Miami, Washington, Seattle was a close game. I, you know, I, I think it's just, you know, sentiment. I just think it's people looking at the end results. Ten wins in a row, they're 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 you know peaking. Um, I believe our defense, you know, is, you know. Ready to step up. I mean, it, they're all veteran players, and I, I believe they've known they're going to be in this situation for a while, and they're just yeah. ready for it. You know, yeah. I, I got an axe to grind, though, um, with Gannon. Um, mm. You know, the bend and break, it's great. It's going to hold up. The Eagles are going to win the next two games. You know, we're going to the Super Bowl, but I wish he'd used the defense a little more like Joe Johnson and, and – uh, buddy used to like you know bring people to the line i was you know i watched these college games these defenses they bring the safeties and linebackers up they mm-hmm. drop somebody back i mean our defense could be more of a tool and and if he just doesn't play it that way yeah. i mean like buddy buddy and joe they bring jim, guys jim, to the line jim, jim johnson and, and they drop alignment back in the coverage that is so creative right um so yeah i think but, you'll I mean, see more of that fred i i'm i've seen jonathan gannon do more of that safety jockeying and uh it, it's 
I think there's there's a lot that goes into the idea that, that you brought up. This team has known for a month, uh, over a month, that their their goal is to win in this season. And it's been very vanilla. You know, the, the, what we put out there on the field, it, it, it's almost like the staff and the players, because of human nature, have been holding back just a little bit. All right, give me a big answer, Fred. What do you got here for who or what blast people? Yeah, for, um, for inspiration coming into this next weekend, um, Keith Byers absolutely depleted <laughs> Peppers. And, yeah, and, was amazing, and it protected. Man. Oh, that was beautiful. One and I best. just watched it again. Yeah. He, he was airborne, and I didn't know it had a name, uh, the Pepper Shaker. So, yeah. I didn't know that either. And, of course, they were great friends from Ohio State. All right, Fred, I want you to keep listening here because we're going to play audio right now of Ray Dittinger. So, last caller wasn't blasting Jonathan Gannon, but he was – and listen, you can, you know, hey, maybe Gannon should do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But most Eagles fans blast him, which is just astounding to me. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, the Diddy doesn't get it either. I want to play some audio from earlier this week. We had Ray on the show – or this was last week, I'm sorry – Ray on the show. And um, the Diddy talking to us about um, about Gannon and the reality that, um, you know, it's been a little unfair. By the way, we also a lot unfair, a lot unfair, a lot, a lot unfair. We then venture into another direction uh, talking to to Ray here is I do a bad job, John. I cut him off and we go down a different path. And it's actually good content also. But I didn't give him the full go on the, the Gannon assessment. But you'll hear he very clearly thinks people have been unfair to Gannon. The Jonathan Gannon thing, you referenced it. Gannon is what, in your opinion? And is the town, has the town been fair or unfair to him? Yeah, unfair. Unfair. Uh, I, I think that they have been um, – I mean, there are people that say he's – yeah, that he stinks. <laughs> and, and he doesn't. You know, if your defense is number one, the guy who's calling the plays doesn't stink. Um, but my only, my only concern about him is – when they get into the games from this point forward. And let's face it, this season is going to be remembered by what's happening, what's going to happen next, not right. by what happened behind us. You know, 14-3 and three right. is great. All the records are great, but, you know. Just if, like 0-2 and 0-3 is. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you lose in the conference title game, especially if you lose at home. Right. 0-2 and 0-3, they lost at home. Right. I mean, we think finally of the regular season accomplishment, and we, we felt an attachment to that crew in particular because they then did get to the Super Bowl in 0-4, but – I mean, the reality is, when I think back to 02 and 03, the first thing that goes through my mind is the dagger <laughs> oh, sure. of walking out of either the vet or Lincoln Financial Field and having seen the Eagles just lose. Absolutely right. No, in the ch- in championship game. Absolutely right. And we could and and we could be doing that again. So that's right. I mean, he obviously thinks people have been unfair to Gannon. Now, John, I cut him off, and I, I would have liked to have heard what specifically scares them about Gannon in the playoffs because that's what he was alluding to, and then I jumped in. But, but, yeah. but you hear, you know, you hear his basic assessment that it's been unfair, and it has been unfair. I mean, it's- Why is it that our callers, a, a lot of them who bash Jonathan Gannon, why do you want to send extra players on blitzes when we just led the NFL in sacks? Well, and and finished third, because third what, most all time in sacks. Yes, and set an Eagles record. For sacks, led the league in sacks. We were up there with the '84 Chicago Bears defense with the sack production. Why would you want to sacrifice coverage when we did that without blitzing? Yeah, can somebody answer that question? 
and by the way, not you want to a- get you want to get like like more people sacking like well, a I mean, sack I, is a sack you get the quarterback on the ground that's job mission accomplished and look i get it you want to have 90 sacks instead of 70 but you want to give up less points and i think the theory is if you go for more sacks there's a good chance you can get beat over the top more often right i mean it's just the way it is yes so here's the deal i need again and hater not again and supporter because we know what a Gannon supporter would say. Yeah, Joe and John, you guys are right. The, the commentary from others makes no sense. I need someone who dislikes Gannon's philosophy to call us and tell us. Answer John's What was your question, John? Why do you want? Why do you want to send more people blitzes? Yeah, when they get when they when get home enough. You get there without blitzes, right. so much so that you led the league in sacks. <laughs> Great question. Someone answer that, please. That actually thinks Gannon stinks. 215-592-9494. Ron in New Jersey. What's up, Ron? Hey, let me get you off. You got it, Ron. Today? Talk to us, buddy. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, John, I completely agree with you again. Um, you know, I don't get the hate for Jonathan Gannon. The only thing I can rationalize it as is that we are so used to seeing them have to bring extra pressure. Not wanting to, having to have to bring extra pressure. And in this new scheme, in this new NFL, where they can rush the four and they're they're effective, I think that's where people are going, well, where's the extra pressure? Not realizing the extra pressure is there by the the talent that we have on the line. Yeah, yeah. They're stunting up front. You know, they're twisting guys. And offensive linemen haven't proven that they can block us. This year, yeah. and it, it it works. What we're yeah, doing I, works. Why do you want to change that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we can all go back to, you know, the Reggie White days and all that. I mean, they were bringing the house and stuff like that. But it was – I always tell people it's, it, it's like any sport you look at, you have to look at the error and what you're in. You know, you can't compare Jordan and LeBron James because they're different errors of basketball. So it's the same thing with, with football. You know, you have to look at the errors of football and how the games evolve and the players and how they evolve and how the scheme has evolved. Yeah. So that, that's, that's my take on it. You know, I mean, I was, I'm an old school guy, but then I, I kind of, you know, I always say I'm a realist. I see it for what it is. And I, and I said, you know what, Gan's really not that bad. I really don't get it. I, I'm with you, man. Ron, give I, me a big I, answer, man. Who are what blast people? Well, John, before I, I do, and I think I got a good one for you. Are you, are you feeling the pressure a little bit? You got about 24 hours to go. Yeah, my foot, name's Joe, the not John. I think you said John. Oh, um, John, babe. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm feeling the pressure. And by the oh. way, I, I don't, I don't know that the Vi sick of him a pep talk that I've been hoping would help get me out of the hole is going to happen. I've been texting with Vi. Our um, our timing might not work out, so I, I, it makes me feel worse, John. Because you know, I'm, good. I'm trying to latch on to anything I can get. Yep. Because he's available tomorrow after Beat the Hammer. And I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing, man. Like, I need you before Beat the Hammer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need a pep talk after after I I lose again. I need it, I mean, theoretically. Yeah. I need a pep talk before I compete. Yeah, you're kind of a mess. I am. I mean, the fact that I actually, James, the fact that I feel the need for a pep talk. Yeah, and I'll tell you that the most times yours calls we've gotten about anything in quite a long time. (laughs) And were there more pep talks or were there more people blasting? You're going to have to wait to find out. <laughs> Everyone tune in at 145. All right, Ron, who are what blast people? 
Uh, even though I have a lot of respect for this guy, I I I got to give it to him. He goes after everybody fairly, and and it, it, it's got to be Howard Eskin. The King has certainly blasted many through the yeah, years. You can say that. <laughs> There's no question about that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Uh, coming up, we'll get to life advice with the Hammer plus Dave Dombrowski today at noon as we broadcast from Parks Casino. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Are you looking for tickets for games and concerts at the Wells Fargo Center or for our huge football games coming up at the link? Do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet, sports, music, shows. And with Game Time, you get great tickets and amazing prices, even on last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. It's so quick and easy. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's promo code WIP. Game Time. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie from Parks Casino today, 94 WIP. We'll talk to Philly's president of baseball operations, Dave Dabrowski, coming up at uh, at noon. And of course, the Phillies game, excuse me, the Eagles game. Speaking of coming up, is coming up in a mere two days. Life advice with the Hammer shortly. Also, uh, this segment uh, and much more, including all the phone calls. Let's go to Dan right now in Philadelphia. What's up, Dan? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Great, Dan. Hey, that guy brought up Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager is the NFL, but Joe DeCamera is the fantasy kid. Well, your phone, your phone just broke up, so what Joe DeCamera is it what? The fantasy camp. Well, you know what? I'll say this. So fantasy camp's going on right now. There are games being played right now. And all I can tell you is those campers down there, Dan, are damn lucky that I'm not there. Why aren't I, you there? I'd make a, maybe not all of them, but I would make a lot of them look foolish with my skills. Why aren't you there? I'm not there because I'm committed to the show right now. See, when the okay. Eagles would miss the playoffs, I could That's be there. <laughs> but when the Eagles make the playoffs, i got to be here. It's, <laughs> it's actually that simple. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm shocked. Like, I thought, like, the city was going to have – I'm a little embarrassed, too. We were going to have our jitters and our nerves in the beginning of the week. It's Thursday, and the city and a lot of the hosts on this station still sound scared. Like – like they have legitimate reasons to be scared other than any given Sunday uh, reason. And that's the only reason I'm scared is any given Sunday. But other than that, I, I'm not worried about this game. And I feel like we are all still worried about this. And I, I just can't figure it out. I'm not worried, Dan. Uh, you don't sound worried, no. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see this team play with the jolt that they're going to get from just being in a postseason game. We are so solid roster wise and it, it just it it's I guess it's I guess the fear the trepidation is in part because for the last month we haven't seen them look like a postseason worthy team I just but, just take a second and think back to you know the beginning of November think back to the end of November beginning of December you know when we, we when we hung Giants. 48 points on this Giants team. all right but Dan here's the flip side to that there are tons of examples in sports of a team that was great in the first, whether it's three well, know, months, four Joe, months, or five again, months of a season, again, trails off and does nothing in the playoffs. It happens. Of course, of course, that's at any given Sunday worry. But like, if you're really breaking it down, legitimately, no, 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 that's not, no, no, that's not fair, Dan. That's not just an any given Sunday worry. That's that sometimes teams peak early. 
The, the Mets oh. and the Yankees peaked early this baseball. They did. They peaked early. They well, it's did. hard to say that our team was declining when it was Gardner Minshew quarterbacking. I understand. Uh, Lee yes. John. I mean, it's, it's a different thing. And, and you got to expect, right, they started playing. I mean, they're not going to show a lot of their their plays with Gardner Minshew in, in, in this quarterback. And, you know, if we were lucky to get a win with him, that, that was great. If not, you know, they were just rolling with it. And they put Jalen in when they had to put him in to get the win with, with the very minimum. So, I mean, I think it was game plan, like obviously not the injuries, but the way we looked, it was kind of game planned of to be a very in the middle of the road type of offense at that point. Yeah, I, I get it. I do see what you're saying. I think, give me an answer, man. Who or what blast people? I had a different answer, but I listen to it every day. The Philadelphia sports fans. You know, yeah, sure. that could win. That could win. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> that could win. Yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz, James, what did I say about Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz is horrible. James, I don't know if you have it quite as on the ready. What did I say when Ben Simmons was traded? Yeah, I don't have that one quite because it's a longer form one. I can but get just it. The first, I just need the first 10 seconds of that. And I, I will say, John, I was a little embarrassed by this. Oh? Well, it was so... It was, I think we were all feeling what you I were know. expressing. So you shouldn't feel embarrassed. Well, here's the part I... I think you captured the essence of the situation. Yeah. I mean, first off, it broke live during our show. So there's no way to prepare for something like that. It's spontaneous, obviously... It demonstrates like some people are like, oh, you must not be like that big a sports fan. You guys must fake it. I'm like, no, I don't fake it, man. Like, I'm from here. I love these teams. I couldn't stand Ben Simmons. Like, it was genuine joy for me when he was out. But it was, you know what was embarrassing about it? Two things. One was maybe we take sports a little bit too serious. I mean, <laughs> there's that. And two Nonsense. is, well, <laughs> and two is the, um, you know, like, I don't want to really have actual hatred in my heart. You know, like, James makes a point of differentiating between real-life hate and sports hate. Ben Simmons went from sports hate for me to, to like, real hate. Yeah. And I don't know that that's healthy. Like, I certainly wasn't raised by my mom to, like, hate, especially on something like sports. All right, let's listen to my reaction. This was uh, about 10 months ago. The news broke during our show. During and I'm our... jumping ahead of the news break. I'm going right to you. Just You're so going you know. right to my. Okay, so I announced the news is broken, and then I get to, like, my reaction to it. And um, this was over the top, but this is how I felt. First off, ladies and gentlemen, our long national nightmare is over. Ben frickin' Simmons is out of here! I want that guy to stink! I can't stand him. I oh. can't believe that he put us in this position as Philadelphia sports fans to hate one of our own. And I hated him. So he's gone. <laughs> now. Wow, that was a lot of stuff. All right, so that's it. That's it. That's the, I mean, you know. <laughs> By the way, honest to God, man. I think it's okay. I mean, I, we. <laughs> I thought you were speaking for a lot it. of us, buddy. <laughs> It's very rare that, really, realistically, it's very rare that we differentiate between the how someone performs for us when the, the game is on the line. Yeah. It does affect the way we feel about them as a person. And in very rare cases, does uh, a subpar player who's getting paid, right. uh, Tobias Harris. He, Tobias Harris is, is an exception where we still like him, even though he doesn't always give us what we want him to give us no. on the field. Yeah. Your performance... 
absolutely affects the way that we feel about you as a person. Yeah, and, and, and I don't think you should fault well, yourself for feeling it. that way. It's also who you are as a person, because that's clearly part of why we give Tobias. And no one would ever react that way to Tobias being traded, because you, well, we you, like him as a person. We like him as a person, and we, and we know he works. Tra- we, exactly. know he tr- we know how badly he wants absolutely. to perform. He didn't quit. He yeah. didn't quit. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. If you quit. All bets are on. Oh, that's brutal, man. Hey, Twitter poll question of the day. Which team will reach the Super Bowl from the AFC? Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Jags. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Coming up in one minute, one minute from now, life advice with the hammer. Hey, Joe DeCamera here. Let me tell you about PI Dental Center. With decades of experience in complex dental treatment, and I've been a patient at PI Dental for over 20 years. My mom's been a patient for over 30 years. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, they are board-certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. They're awesome at what they do. Great people, by the way, as well. Originators of the teeth in a day. A revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in a mere one day. If you struggle with how you feel you look, with self-esteem, with things as simple as chewing food, smiling, and you just want to feel better, you want to potentially look better, PI Dental can help you. Visit PIDentalCenter.com, PIDentalCenter.com to request a complimentary new patient evaluation. It's the little thing we do every single Thursday at this time. We call it Life Advice with the Hammer. Well, and yet they keep asking, which... I don't know, John, does that speak uh, something bad about me or something bad about people that need advice and they come my way? Now, the reality is I'm not an idiot. I was misquoted on my own show many years ago by myself, and the reality is uh, I'm a soothsayer, and I dole out great advice. Maybe not every week, but most weeks. James Seltzer, what does someone need help with today? You're going to have to be on your your best uh, soothsayerness today, Joe. And I'm happy this question was asked because I feel like it would be disingenuous to the show. If Life Advice with the Hammer was not a form of this question today. So we're going to go to our buddy Beat the Hammer on Twitter, of course, who catalogs all the Beat the Hammers, does a great job. We really appreciate them on Twitter. Beat the Hammer uh, tweets it. Hammer. I'm on a bit of a losing streak, and I'm thinking about taking my ball and going home. (laughs) Should I just give up? Continue to take a beating? What can I do? You know, I might have to call Tom Brady because this week in America, two of the all-time greats are facing a similar situation at the same time. <laughs> um, look, guys, I'm going to dig down. I know I'll get back on the horse. Look, we're going to beat the Hammer tomorrow. Chances are I'll win. Why? Because I'm the Hammer. I mean, you might remember there was that famous Sports Illustrated um, cover in uh the the 1990s it's barry bond standing there i think he's just after he hit a home run or something and it's titled uh i'm barry bonds and you're not implication being i'm the best player in baseball guys i'm exceptional at sports trivia i'm not afraid to say it i'm exceptional at it now i'm going through a slump right now and it has affected my confidence and it probably gives me a diminished chance to win tomorrow comparative to a normal friday Because I am going in, and it's going to be in my head going into it. I admit that. I admit that. I'm human. But like many greats that have gone through struggles, you got to find a way to fight through. And I expect that I will, not just tomorrow, but for the weeks, the months, and the years to come. So 
dig down, dig in, and get dominant again. And that's my speech to myself. And that's life advice with the hammer. You're the camera. You are officially a jackass. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is, man. That's all you can do in life. Joe, don't say that. You're an idiot. Well, I'm exceptional at this, and i got to remember that, and i got to remind myself of that. Let's go to Anthony. Well, what do you, you got to say for yourself, little chump? That I have been a little chump. What I say to myself, little chump, little chump, is that I've been a little chump. Don't be a little chump. Be a big champ. That's how you turn it Have around. Have you identified the problem? Shouldn't you be, like, troubleshooting? I think I've had a lot <laughs> of – I think I – okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll answer that question. I do think I've had a lot on my mind. I do. I think I've had a lot on my mind. Uh-huh. That's, that is I, – I can co-sign that more than normal. I and I, yeah. I need to do a better normal. job. You know, you got to compartmentalize in life, and you gotta you got to get ready to be ready. So that's it. Get ready to be ready? Yeah. No bleep, you – Bleep bleep! Wow, you're you're on the drops today, there, James. You're you're firing away. I like it. All right, to the phones we go. Let's talk to our buddy Anthony in South Philadelphia. Anthony, what's up, pal? Hi, Joe. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Good morning, John. Hey, Anthony. Uh, Joe, what is this matter? You hear from me from a day or two, so you had to start this Jonathan Gannon nonsense up Look, again. All right, I know you're anti-Gannon, so I appreciate you calling. You heard Ray Dittinger say that the town has been unfair to Gannon, which is by way of Ray saying you've been unfair to Gannon. Yes. So answer John's question. John, ask, ask that question again so, so Anthony can answer the question live here on WIP. Why do you want to send extra defenders on blitzes when we led the NFL in sacks and we get quarterbacks on their backs without blitzing? Well, I'll answer it for you very distinctly. Uh, two days ago I called you and told you exactly what I wanted to do. And you guys get convenient amnesia. I don't want to blitz anymore. I want him to play tighter coverage, press coverage, vary his coverages. He's in zone 80% of the time. Most of the time he plays cover two, cover three, quarters, or cloud. Every moron quarterback that can breathe and walk and the offensive coordinator coming in against us knows exactly what to expect. And that's my beef with Jonathan Gannon. I don't think they do. I don't think they do know what to expect. I think every game they have to see the way we're playing it. And I I absolutely believe he'll mix coverages in the postseason because you have to when you face a good quarterback. Now, we aren't facing great great quarterbacks in these first two rounds. But I do expect that he will mix coverages. You've got... You know, young young guys under center that haven't seen it all, like someone like, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes has. He's got a lot more experience than Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy and guys like that. But I I do believe Anthony, they have to mix the coverages. I'm well, John. I would hope so, buddy, because I haven't seen it so far this year. I mean, it's been blasted on the TV game after game how much the percentages of his zone coverages are. I gave an example the other day that Dak Prescott was 77% completions against us, 24 for 24 in zone. Now, let me tell you some other problems I got with him I'm worried about. You're facing a running quarterback this, this week. So you now, want to play man against a, a running quarterback? No, 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 I'm not saying that. That's, that's not my worry. My worry is their containment discipline. Now, the last time we played the, the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones didn't run for many yards. But that game was so out of hand so early that you can't get a true feel for it. But let me give you a couple of examples. 
Colin Murray, if he slides a half a yard later than sooner, he gets a first down and we lose that game against the Cardinals. Justin Fields had over 100 yards rushing against us. Dak Prescott hurt us badly, run breaking the pocket. Matter of fact, 42% of his runs out of the pocket have resulted in first downs. Anthony, can I just say one thing? You're, listen, you are bringing up some good facts. We, let me just say this. Go ahead. Sometimes the other team has good players. John, I mean, Justin Joe, Fields absolutely. getting 100 yards, it's not – I mean, you know, he's a really great runner. You know, sometimes the other t- team's quarterback that can run great is going to have games where he runs on you. You're right. And, but here's, the, here, here's my problem. I mean, that'd be man. like a caller complaining from the other squad. Jalen Hurts right. got 70 yards. you got to stop him. Well, like, yeah, Jalen Hurts can get 70 yards. Yes, but here's my problem with him. He won't sacrifice a guy out of coverage to spy the quarterback because he showed – uh, scared of getting beat. Yeah, but Anthony, remember beat. this, man. A lot of teams don't spy anymore because it's – I don't want to say it's been proven not effective, but these quarterbacks are so elusive now. You can have a spy standing right in the middle of the field, and a Hurts or a Fields or a Kyler Mary or a Lamar Jackson are going to get around that guy anyway, and you literally wasted a defender on a play as a defensive coordinator. Well, listen, you may be right, but if you don't try, you'll never know if it's going to work. And that's my problem. Now, let All right, me Anthony, give me a great answer, man. Who or what blast people? All right, let me just say one last thing, Joan, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get out of your hair. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the battle with Jonathan Gannon is, an, is, is a battle in theories. It's analytics because that's what, he, that's what he plays. You're going to run 12, 15 plays, and you're going to make a mistake to get off the field versus traditional defense. Okay. Who blasts right, people, buddy. man? What do you got? All right. Uh, this guy was called the assassin. Matter of fact, he paralyzed. It's a tragedy. Battle Stingley. His name was Jack Tatum. Oh, uh, Jack safety. Tatum. Yeah, listen, Jack Tatum was one of the hardest hitters of, of all time. By the way, I appreciate to this point, no one had called in and said anything. Uh, now, listen, the, the Stingley thing was really sad. For those that don't know, player from the 70s, he was paralyzed in the 70s. Uh, he died many years later. He's also the... the, the um, grandfather of the stingley in the nfl right now yeah, the who's uh you know a young player um but tatum was a big hitter but i appreciate that no one's called with you know like wartime blasts you know bombings and because we're not we're not certainly looking to take it into a really dark territory like that uh but jack tatum was a big time big time hitter and, and player in pro football and he was right there at the immaculate reception he was right there at the collision point uh of that steelers player that the ball ricocheted off of one of them and then, obviously, to Franco Harris 50 years ago. Jack Tatum was in our locker room every game, standing by the door uh, for, for five years. What was, was he there. like? What was he like? Great. Quiet. Understated guy. Affable guy. Yep. But uh, he had a role in the organization where he was, like, I don't, I don't even know what it would be, security, just hanging out, making sure everything was yeah. in order. Al Davis, Al Davis seemed pretty loyal to his very, guys. Very, very much so. Right? Yes. It's too bad. Guys get... would be on the planes, you know, when we went to away games. Yeah. Uh, you you had uh, you know the stork on the plane with his family. Like it, <laughs> it was uh, it was amazing. It really it was really cool. Like a, a blast from oh, the, the the NFL past. Every time you'd get on a Raiders plane. And by the way, as someone who did not live through those Raiders teams of the seventies, I just got to say this. I know there's a lot of people from the NFL around here. Because you got, you know, NFL Films in Mount Laurel, and ultimately you got the league office in New York. I just still don't understand. Like, I, I grew up admiring that era of football 
because NFL Films presented that to me as a kid of the 80s and 90s. And I just don't under, like NFL Films and the NFL Network, they do great stuff on the modern game the way it's presented in a new way. But I just don't understand why they don't present things also in the old way. I, I, I don't. James, can you make any sense of why what was such a, I thought, remarkably successful way to present the game is not presented that way anymore? By the way, I also think it's part of why fans across the nation don't feel as much love for players as we used to feel because we used to have attachment to dudes that weren't our own guys. Because NFL Films would say, this is a cool character. He plays the game a cool way. We're going to show it in slow motion. We're going to interview. Like, James, can you make any sense no, of it? No, it's, it's a great point, and it's come up before on the show, and I, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why wouldn't you have that at your disposal? Like, like why it worked, right, John? It? We all agree it worked. Like, you can't do super hits of the 2000s because you know, like, guys die from hits. So, okay, you're not going to do that. But why not do a lot of the other stuff NFL films used to do? I don't get it. Let's go to Chris in Middletown right now. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. James. Christopher, Christopher. <laughs> Mr. The Brown phone, What's up, Chris? There you go, choke artist. Dude, he's got the yips as bad as you do. Well, he, he was probably on the phone there. All right, what do you got for us, Christopher? Oh, you didn't pick up that? So, um, one thing here before I get, uh, I get to my point that I told James about, these people need to chill out with the Gannon thing. We had 70 sacks. The next best team was 55. Like, it's not even close. And, you know, they're complaining about style, but we we had the number one pass defense. Yeah. Like, why why is it that people can't understand? Like, I know. It's not 1980. It's not 1990. The game is played differently, and we have – one of the most dominant defenses, and yeah. like we're all about sacks, but it wasn't even close. Chris, you know what it would be like? You know, Here's what it would be like. It'd be like an NBA fan saying, the Sixers don't do a good enough job uh, defending the mid-range jumper. I'll tell you, they're number one stopping teams from shooting three-pointers, but damn, they, they give up 15-footers. And he'd be like, yeah, that, that might actually be a strategy. Because in the modern game, it's more important to stop the 23-foot shot than the 15-foot shot. I, I, I'm now, with you, man. I don't get it. I, 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 I don't get it. It baffles me. So, anyway, guys, I, I want to change to what I, what I was thinking about. I was watching this last night. I'm looking at it. And I think it's amazing. I think we're watching a whole new era and the changing of the guard going on in the NFL right now with the quarterbacks. Brady's out. Rodgers is out. And I looked at it, I was like, man, look at all these quarterbacks we got yeah. in here. You got yep. Mahomes, yep. you got Lawrence, you got Jones, Hurt, Burrow, or Allen. They're all young guys. So I actually did, I was like, I wonder how old these guys are, and looked it up. So the oldest right now out of eight quarterbacks, that's a pretty large sample size mm-hmm. you know, at this point, eight quarterbacks in the playoffs. Dak Prescott's the oldest at 29, and the youngest is 23 with Purdy. Mm-hmm. But the average age of the eight quarterbacks right now is 25. Yeah. Like, how amazing Now, listen, that? Chris, that, that's, that's interesting. And it's good to get new blood in the league, especially if some yeah. of these other guys get older and regress quicker than expected. Chris, Dave Dombrowski coming up. Give me quickly here. Who or what blessed people? Yeah. Kid Dynamite. Iron Mike Tyson. I'm, oh, man, Mike Tyson. That is a big answer yes. right there. Coming up, Dave Dombrowski. We'll do a deep dive on the fills. 
uh, with the uh, Phillies uh, president of baseball operations. Dombrowski next on 94 WIP. It's pro football playoff time, the best time of the year. The birds are getting ready to dominate, plus pro and college hoops, hockey, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances like touchdowns, passing yards, rushing yards. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game, putting you right in the middle of the action. Check out our birds on Saturday night. We're seven-and-a-half-point favorites hosting New York. The over-under... 48 points we scored 48 points ourselves when we played them at full strength in week 14 join me now and new users can get up to 750 dollars in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner download the app and start playing instantly with the bet park sportsbook and casino app we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.